Hey gearheads and welcome to Garage Talk, a discussion about all things automotive. I'm Corey. And I'm Matt. And each week this podcast will serve as a catalyst for discussion on all sorts of topics that grind our gears, rev our engines, or just need a bit more conversation. And on this week's episode, conversation about the past is kind of where we're we're reminiscing tonight okay we'll, we'll yeah. say i'll say it that yeah. way yeah so uh first and foremost thank you thank you thank you so much uh, for listening each week and for helping us on our youtube channel get to 500 subscribers that was our first little personal mental milestone it's incredible hit, and uh, we got there earnestly trying to get there in two months and it is not without you our listeners our supporters uh for heading on over youtube.com slash gt garage talk and hitting that subscribe button and then just going and watching some of the crazy stuff matt and i get to do because of it yeah so we thank you from the bottoms of our hearts because uh this episode is basically gonna kind of be retrospective of our time in youtube thus far and again it's because of you supporting us through watching and putting your time into it uh, that has allowed us to do some of what we're going to talk about today but as we promised our first milestone of 500 we reviewed my car which pales in comparison to I believe, yep, every single car that we've professionally reviewed to this point. Uh-huh. Like, it, the, one of these things is not like the other. Uh-huh. <laughs> An eight-year-old, powerless, <laughs> uh, as you put it, joyless, soulless, uh, family econo box um, that has no place on this channel. It's the ginger of automobiles. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Why? That hit me in two different ways, and it hurt. Yes. You're welcome. Man. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do this with you anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. Regroup, Corey. You got this. You got this. So, Nellie Cruz and I have been together for eight years now. She is completely paid off. That is not a sad trombone. She's completely paid off, and she does everything that I ask of her, just not necessarily in the most fun, quick, or exciting way. Yes. Crickets. Uh, so, if you have not yet watched that review, uh, just as Matt is poking a lot of fun at me now <laughs> with all the sound effects he has privy to him right there in front of him on the soundboard, uh-huh. uh, we actually started off this review with him behind the wheel. Yeah. So, it is a fun review. We try and It's an eight-year-old car that probably no one at this point is interested in, but we put our own spin on it. So, if you haven't yet, it's our thank you to you for helping us reach our first milestone that being said, our second milestone, I get to return the favor just a smidge, and we will be reviewing your vehicle, which, as of this moment, is a Subaru Impreza. It is. Uh, depending on when we get to 1,000 subs, it could be the Impreza, it may be something else, it may be some version of the Impreza. One can only hope. <laughs> we don't know yet, Yeah. but we have that to look forward to. Yeah. That being said... 
So you did not drive over here in the Impreza tonight. So stuff is being it's done. Already, yes. You're already getting on me about my car, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh. Uh, mine, mine I have had for eight years and has only been put up for an overnight stay anywhere once. Uh-huh. So eight years. You've had the Subi how long? Okay, I, I how, many, how many more miles do I have on my <laughs> car true. than yours? This is true. And so, it, they're probably rough miles, judging by the condition in which you purchased it. There, well, there are a few crinkled body panels. Yeah. I, crinkled? I have yet to find a straight one on that car. <laughs> so, it's, she's lived a rough life. So if you want to see Corey use and abuse the Subaru, yeah. and, and maybe, maybe a do stunt... Do we need to take it to Barnwell? Maybe a, maybe a. I think we need to go back out. To I Barnwell. think that would be a fantastic idea. Hmm. I will wait to put tires on the back of the car until after we've been to Barnwell. <laughs> okay. So okay. we can have a little more fun with it while we're there. Sounds sounds like a good plan. So but, if you want to see us beat the snot out of my car, yeah, at Barnwell, tell all your friends to go subscribe. Go subscribe. YouTube.com slash GT Garage. Push us over the thousand mark. Yep. So so many cool things will open up to us. Like we're already seeing doors being opened at this 500 mark, and we've had videos shared. I, I went to the Chicago Auto Show, and we had the Bronco ride along video yeah. shared by Bronco 6G forums, and it just took off for us. And I do believe that has opened the door for future Bronco opportunities. We'll just leave it at that for this moment, but. Like I said, we we are truly blessed and thankful for your support through and through. And not only listening to this podcast, but uh, supporting us on YouTube as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which, kind of peeling back the layers, going back in time a little bit. uh, Our YouTube, uh, it's it's seen some iterations. We've we've tried some things. We've done some things. Right. Uh, it is still our goal to have a video version of this podcast as part of our ways to interact with us. Yeah, uh, yeah. We are sitting in our temporary for I don't know how long studio <laughs> uh, that was designed with video in mind. So we're working towards that end. Uh, we're discovering when you add video to it, it just... Oof. It's a whole nother ball game. So we've got a few. Yeah, we go we go from like uh, <laughs> a thousand megabytes of right. podcast to a hundred gigabytes. <laughs> yeah, it, it it gets insane really quickly. Uh, but so if you scroll through like the depths of our YouTube channel, you'll see we've got audio only podcasts out there. We've got a few interviews out there. We've got a few video interviews that we've done with some people yeah. out there. Uh, you were doing some motoring minutes for a little bit. Which I got to get back into those. I, I think there are new platforms for us where we can maybe relocate those. But yeah. I, I I loved the idea of those. Uh, we had a in the garage segment with you where uh, which hopefully there will be more of right, especially right. involving the Subaru exactly. And then uh, just three months ago, in earnest. Uh, the doors opened up for us in the realm of new car reviews. Uh, we're just incredibly thankful for Pelshe Kia here in Tyler, Texas. If you are in the market for a new or used vehicle, they have got some impressive rigs because I believe at this point, 
Uh, it doesn't sound like a lot, but just considering how long we've been doing this, we've done four rigs for them. We did a yeah. K5, which was the first vehicle up on our channel. And if you've made it all 32 minutes through that review, God bless you. <laughs> uh, I've learned a lot since then on <laughs> streamlining the review videos. Uh, we've reviewed the Unminivan, the Kia Carnival. We've reviewed the uh, Kia Sorento, three-row SUV. Yeah. And then most recently and most fun for both of us, they had, again, they have used cars for us uh, and for you, if yeah. you are interested, 707 horsepower Jeep Trackhawk. That was a blast to drive. and It was violent. At, at, at the point at which we drove it, it was the most insane vehicle I have driven on my home turf because literally we drove it up to my house because yeah. I thought I had forgotten something here that we needed to film. And turns out it was back at the dealership in my car. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Doing a quick two-hour midday, mid-ish day review uh, when we've got other stuff going on. Right. It, it, it's tough to do. It but is. We're, it is. We're, we're getting better. Yeah. We're getting better. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that being said, we're just incredibly grateful to Pelche Kia. Uh, they, you always remember your first. So, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to Pelche Kia of Tyler. That was for- awkward. <laughs> that, was, that was genuinely awkward. I, I didn't we're know never I, getting another Kia again. I didn't know if I should throw that out there. The idea popped into my head, and I was like, do I say it? And it was halfway out of my mouth before I could stop myself. So. Josh, I'm sorry. <laughs> There you go. It's out there now. Uh, whether or not you edit that out uh, is yet to be seen. So, uh, yeah, there we go. So, you had a wonderful idea. <laughs> Let's segue out of this as quickly as possible. Run away. <laughs> uh, why don't we go uh, bounce back and forth, just talking about maybe our each of our top three highlights in our YouTube career thus far. And are we talking just reviews, or are we talking no, as a whole, uh, any of our YouTube videos? I would say just anything that has uh, gone on YouTube or has come from our experiences being on YouTube. Okay. Uh, and I am sure that this little retrospective uh, journey will happen more than once on this podcast and will change yeah. <laughs> over time. Yeah, probably so. so. All right. I need a drum roll button. I thought we had one. Okay. Is there a drum roll? I don't know. There's a rim shot. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> top three from each of us. Yeah. You start with one, then I'll do one, and we'll, we'll do it that way. Okay. I'm going to start with number three. Oh. I, and work our Mine are in no way. particular order. Oh, no particular okay. order? Okay. Uh. Well, okay. <clears throat> I know. it's. There's a lot out there. Especially if you you know go way back into time, before we we're m- mostly exclusively doing vehicle reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I need the Jeopardy. No, you just crop this out when you're editing. Oh, okay. Are you gonna make me work this week? <laughs> no, this is. You, you've got a couple weeks on this one. You want me to go first? Okay. <laughs> I'm. I, I changed my mind. I'm not doing number three and then two and then one. I'm yeah. just gonna. No I, particular order. No it's, particular it's order. It's the way to go. 
this first video has so much more to do with the experience itself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than it does the video itself because I didn't get nearly enough video of it. I know exactly what you're talking about. And, uh, there's a certain orange beast involved. Yes, yeah, 760 horsepower. Only 760? Come on. Seven, 760 <laughs> horsepower. And there were a whole lot of firsts. You always for remember me in this your first. Video. Oh I'm going to make it where you can't edit it out, Matt. There were a whole lot of firsts for me uh, in this particular. I can't um, look at you right now. No. <laughs> this is terrible. We're talking cars, Corey. Yes, yes, cars. Yes. All right. It was my first ever trip to Texas Motor Speedway. Which, in and of itself, uh, is a feat because that place is. A hoot. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, 32 years old, and that was yeah. my first ever trip. It's kind of depressing. Um, it was my first ever time in the infield mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Texas Motor Speedway. Which uh, you went back the very next week. We'll get I, into that later. Eh, just, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was my first time behind the wheel of any GT3 or GT500 Mustang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had been behind the wheel of a couple of different Mustangs, but, but this one was particularly special. Um, And, yeah, it was the the track experience, the Mustang experience, the GT500 Shelby experience, Ford Performance experience (laughs) at Texas Motor Speedway. The all the things experience. The all the things, yes. Um, In the magnificent 2021 Ford Mustang GT500. So it's funny that you bring up the video because – you almost apologized to me when you got back because you were like, there's like a nine minute video of me completely silent, just driving. And I was like, that's perfectly fine. Did you have fun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I... uh, because at that point we only had the Kia K5 video up. Right. So it's not like people were coming exclusively to us for new car reviews. Yeah. And, Let's face it, the podcast is still the first and foremost thing that we do. Sure. And that's what I wanted content from and for. And just like you told me before going to the uh, Texas Truck Rodeo, have fun first. Make sure and get some stuff that we can, you know, yeah, m- utilize. promote the brand sure. coming out of it. Sure. So. And and we did. I ended up writing a blog on it. And actually... <laughs> that blog has done quite well for us. Changed my mind completely right. about automatic transmissions. Um in particular, dual clutch transmissions that happen to be mapped out by a professional race car driver, yeah. but it has a lot uh, to do with it. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, wow, um, Trimic and Ford Performance and Shelby. Oh my goodness, um, you, you did something very special, very right with that car and with that transmission. Yep. So I'm going to echo a lot of similar things in my first fond memory of YouTube because it was my first time to a track as well. And it was my first time behind the wheel of a crazy V8-powered American Uh rocket. Right. And that was when I went to Circuit of the Americas. And drove a C8 Corvette. With 250 fewer horsepower than the Mustang. Right, (laughs) right. Um, I also, unfortunately, did not get to go on the track. So I never actually officially made it to Coda. 
<laughs> my wife actually saw the track. I yeah. opted just to never even go in because, uh, so this came as a partnership with us and our good friend, Sean Jones with Corvette invasion Yeah. and 2020 being the year that it was, he had to rewrite his schedule and they did a Corvette invasion at the SVRA weekend of circuit of the Americas. And basically 300 plus Corvettes descended upon SVRA and there were going to be two opportunities for a parade lap of the track. Emphasis on the parade part. Right. In the Corvette. And then uh, I was going to get to drive it either both on the parade lap and elsewhere afterwards or whatever. And kid you not, uh, you know, sat around for what felt like forever, uh, just getting ready to go. He had paired me up with a buddy of his that was willing to let us review his C8 Corvette for the channel and sat around, sat around, sat around, got in line. We're sitting, sitting, sitting. And then we get word that some hooligan ran into the wall and broke all the rules that Sean and Corvette Invasion and Coda had agreed to. And they shut the whole thing down. And uh, I did not get to experience Coda. Uh, what what a great first experience it would have been to get to drive a C8 Corvette for the first time. Yeah. On Coda for the first time. Uh, much like you and the GT500 and Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, as that did not get to happen, I got to drive it a little bit through the parking lot with my wife filming. And... <laughs> You and I watch enough YouTube videos and right. we know enough right. uh, that I took too much for granted. <laughs> uh, my wife was sitting in the passenger seat. It's a two-seater car, so there's nowhere else for her to be holding uh, my phone, filming basically me talking to the camera the whole time, trying to get as much content as I can of what is essentially me driving through the parking lot, which was abandoned and empty. So naturally... I came to a complete stop. Mm-hmm. If you pull both paddles, you can uh-huh. rev the engine uh-huh. as if it's in neutral. It is in neutral. It's got a dual clutch. And um, then it's got essentially launch control. You stand on the brake, floor the uh, the gas, and let go of the brake, and you go. To either of us, walking through the steps that get you there, mm-hmm. you know exactly what's going to happen. I will give... Ultimate kudos to my wife for handling that so well. (laughs) You would not know if I hadn't have asked her on camera uh, what she thought of the experience. She she held the camera quite steady. Um, It was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, the acceleration I knew was coming was visceral for me. I'm so sorry, (laughs) Holly. I'll just leave it at that. So uh, we are working on getting a more proper C8 review up on our channel uh, as soon as humanly possible. But until then, yes, that was my wheel time in a C8 Corvette. And for what it was, uh, given all the disappointments, uh, I still had a huge smile on my face and was incredibly grateful for that. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to flop over to uh, a podcast that we did actually capture video of. Um, 
entitled Deer in the Headlights. Okay. Literally. Yes. Uh, where you and I got to sit down with the ladies at Goal Life Nutrition. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, share some and hear some incredibly hilarious stories and situations. There were more there than I thought. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, if you have not listened to that episode or if you have not watched that episode, there is a YouTube video of it and there's also a podcast episode. Just look uh, for the banged up Ford. The, yep. The <laughs> smashed up front end of the, Oof. I, Ouch. just a few days ahead of us finally sitting down and recording that episode, I got a message from Deb, one of the uh, owners of Goal Life, saying, well, I have another story for the podcast, and it was a picture of the smashed-in front mm-hmm. end of her mm-hmm. F-150. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what the heck? Uh, she had hit a deer on her way to work that morning, mm-hmm. and uh, as ugly as the truck looks, the deer looked a whole lot worse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that truck looked pretty ugly. So it was, I can it only was imagine. Beat up, yeah. yeah, but uh, but no, it was just a hilarious, fun, almost hour of conversation that we got to have with those ladies, and uh, and most of which were car related, in spite of it being you know a partnership with us and and Goal right. Life. It right. was it was car centered, and it was a lot of fun. So. That's that's the idea, right? And they've named a drink after us. Well, there you go. So if you're in the Troop Texas area, that's go, right. go get you a, a gearhead. I, I didn't know if they called it a GT gearhead or just gearhead. Yeah, it's we'll get yeah, you a gearhead. gearhead. Yep. 30, it's good. Get the big one, the 32-ounce gearhead. All right, going back to me. So I, I'm going to cheat a little here. Um, and my next one is not just one, but it's as near as makes no difference, 3,000 horsepower all conglomerated into just a what is my life (laughs) moment uh in that i have gotten to drive the 702 horsepower ram trx okay the 797 horsepower charger hellcat red eye wide body srt yes alphabet soup Uh the 710 horsepower Durango SRT Hellcat. Okay, so we're at twenty-one three. And the seven oh seven horsepower trackhawk from Jeep. So that's twenty eight hundred and twenty nine sixteen. Twenty nine okay. I, I, did, I did the math. You I did cheated. The, yeah. yeah. You you used the calculator, yes. which is a lot smarter than my brain. <laughs> Especially on the fly. <laughs> I've got to see it in front of me to be able to do all the maths. But Hellcat all the things. Yes. And I have been a fan for longer than you, but I, I will say getting you behind the wheel of your first Hellcat powered anything was everything I wanted it to be. I was, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. <laughs> and I need to order that shirt off of our shop because yes, uh, yes. To one, to change your mind, just it, it felt wonderful deep down in my soul was to bring you to the Hellcat side of things. The dark side. Most <laughs> yes. definitely the dark yes. side. Uh, there's just something so visceral about every version of that engine that you and I have gotten to pilot, uh, whether it be 
as minuscule as the 702 horsepower TRX <laughs> yeah, okay. or as powerful as the 797 Charger uh, and everything in between. It, the the I, I just keep calling that, that wailing banshee under the hood yeah. with that 2.38 liter supercharger sitting on top of that 6.2 liter engine. It, it's... It's it's nuts. There's it's nuts. Uh, you liked the charger for, and we've got a good giggle track <laughs> on. Oh my goodness! On the video review of the charger of just every time you dipped into the throttle because it's exactly what that car just begs you to do. It's just just give it another little jab of the throttle. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's it gonna hurt? What's yeah. it gonna hurt? Just, yeah. <laughs> And run, run a little more rubber off of those 305s. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I would say that my favorite two of the bunch uh, were the the Trackhawk and the Durango. Uh, for what seems like a contradictory uh, kind of point of view in that they were all-wheel drive, so it was harder to lose control in them. It was harder to do a burnout because all four wheels are getting power, but I You and I both know how easy it is to do a burnout in that Hellcat. Yes, yes. And I've done uh, several launch control starts in uh, all (laughs) of the vehicles. I would say, except for the TRX, uh, I I did not really get to put that one through its paces. And I kid you not, even in the four-wheel drive versions, you could hear every single tire just begging for mercy as it was just ripping through the gears and it that is one insane motor and they don't just drop it in a competent uh package they 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 think about the suspension that they do a little bit more and yeah. i would say that my favorite application are those four wheel drive versions just because um, they were both SUVs. They were a little more practical. If I were to have one, it would be the Trackhawk. Um, it, 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 it checks all the boxes for me. Yes, please. Man, <laughs> they are pretty wild. Yes. And again, thanks to, uh, Pelche Kia for loaning us that one. It, it, yeah, it, it's at, at that moment. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to keep saying it at that moment. It was the most bonkers, insane vehicle I had driven yeah. on my home turf. Yep. So, uh, what's your last one, Matt? My last one has got to be the Forerunner TRD Pro. What? <laughs> and, and everything that we got to do with it. Okay. Uh, I'm I, not. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm disagreeing with you because of what my next one is. But I'll I'll let you get yours out. Okay. Then, um. I. I sat down in that truck the first time mm-hmm. thinking, okay, it's another Toyota. Right. And I I handed you back the key after wheeling it all day long, mm-hmm. dragging the jet ski to the mm-hmm. lake with all our junk in the back mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. and just, you know, all in all, driving around and experiencing this truck. I fell in love mm-hmm. with that truck. And it's the whole experience. It's the way that it wobbles over the bumps and (laughs) the way that it turns in and the way that the power delivers and the way that there are buttons Mm -hmm. 
that you can <laughs> push buttons. and turn and you know it, it just yes it it is a complete package and it does incredibly gnarly things off road and that, we barely even scratched the surface of what uh, it was capable yeah, of yeah i mean the yeah there were things that we decided we didn't want to do because it wasn't ours at the time there were things that we decided not to do because of slick slick Red clay, right? A giant crevasse, and me at the bottom with no way to escape. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put it that way. Right. I, I looked at you and I it said, was... "There's no way for me to bail <laughs> unless I'm jumping on the hood." So it was, let's it, rethink this. It was in no way uh, the limiting factor in right. our experience. Right. Uh, we we were we were the limiting factor, and yet it made us look so good in it everything did. that we did. It made the camera work very difficult because we had to capture just, like you said in, in the review, it the camera flattens everything out, and so does this Forerunner. It just flattens everything uh, yeah. out because it, it just goes over whatever. It doesn't care. And it did not care. And so, yes, to your point, it really opened my eyes having that beast for the amount of time that we did because as soon as uh, we got notification that it would be delivered, I was like, okay. Like off-roaders, right? We'll see what we can do with oh, it. Oh yeah, I did not, I could not fathom the cult-like following that rig has amassed, and now I do. Uh, I I understand just how many people out there love them. I understand how much and why, and yes, it was a sad day to see that one. Yeah, leave and, and at eight in the morning. <laughs> it did everything that it was built to do incredibly well absolutely never once did it let us down for any nope. reason nope uh, again we we were the limiting factor and just our comfort level and our time with it right. basically right. so uh i'll say one of my favorite things of having that one is just a glimpse into what our future is going to look like if that is a day at the office yeah maybe a little less mud on me next time but yes that was just a blast of an experience through and through i will say that was your own fault it was uh, <laughs> and i will say if i ever get the opportunity to do it again you better believe i'm taking it and i wouldn't put it past you either uh, i also wouldn't put it past myself so there you go so all right my last one uh, I don't know if it's the top three of my top three, but uh, you about had to catch me when I caught glimpse of this vehicle because my knees about gave out from underneath <laughs> me because I felt like I was 10 years old all over again when a black 1991 Lamborghini Diablo drove around the corner. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it right now. <laughs> drove around the corner and down my street and parked in front of my house. Right. And those scissor doors opened straight up in the air. Like, <sighs> this 80s baby, 90s kid just turned into a puddle right there, then and there. And I, again, thank you, Brad, for bringing it over. And I was... Walking up my 15-degree inclined driveway to get us all a bottle of water, when I heard behind me, Brad offered to you us getting to drive it. Yeah. And I about fell over again <laughs> yeah. because at that point, we were just ecstatic that he let our kids sit in it. Yeah. Because 
again, it's a supercar, and he literally just the day before had gotten it back from the shop, and he told me before he left, we were the first people, aside from the mechanics, in four years, other than himself, to drive it. <sighs> Thank you, Brad. <laughs> um, how that car cannot end up on my top list of getting to do this and the people that we come in contact with and the stories we get to share because ultimately that's what GT Garage Talk has always been about is sharing stories, sharing experiences, us sharing with you our listeners whether it's here on the podcast or now through our YouTube channel that we're looking to big grow bigger and better and better as the days go on. Uh, that's what it is all about and you know we've got things to look forward to in the very near future. We don't want to spoil too much. We've had a car show where we've gotten to meet some of you. We're looking forward to doing some more crazy things in the very near future. And we're just beyond blessed for your support uh, and for for the people we've met and the things we've gotten to do. Yeah. And we want to share them with you as best we can. And so let us know how we can better reach you. You know, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're sort of on Twitter when I have to be. (laughs) Uh, You know, what more do you want to see from us? Let us know and we'll start shaping GT Garage Talk into that because this is as much for you, our listeners and our viewers, as it is for us because we are nothing without your patronage of us. And so, like I said, we want to share with you our combined, what, 40 plus years of car passion. Uh, I fell in love with uh, <laughs> fourth generation Camaro. You fell in love with Beetle. And now the automotive world's opening up to us. And it's just crazy the things that are out there and that we get to experience and are yet to experience. And if you're wild and crazy enough to uh, toss us the keys to your rig, <laughs> as Brad has done, we absolutely uh, welcome that. <laughs> absolutely, um, and, and and really, I mean, just about just about anything. I think we we would be willing to. We reviewed my car, so yes, well, yeah, so we I went mean, to yes, uh, anything and everything. We so, and uh, I know we have friends who have already reached out and said, "Hey, right, come check out my rig," and we want to do that. Yes, understand. We want to do that definitely. Um, Work schedules are, are yes. crazy insane. And at, at some point, and and stay every, <laughs> every yeah, every subscriber is another step towards us being able to do this full time, right? To get paid to do the thing we're passionate about, and right. and if the past year and a half has taught me anything, it is go after what you're passionate absolutely. about. Absolutely, absolutely. Lean into what you're passionate about, and if there is at all a way. To monetize <laughs> what you're passionate about or what you're passionate about doing, do it because it is worth it for sure. What's the phrase? Do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Absolutely. That's true and untrue all at the same time because uh, GT Garage Talk has been a lot of work for both of us. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. Uh, editing episodes and getting stuff loaded, but it, it's the entire package. Uh, the thrill of getting to do it far outweighs the work that goes into editing yes. and everything that comes after it. So uh, we're, we're incredibly grateful that 
you are allowing us to chase our dreams and our passions that have been brewing for over 20 years in each of us. <laughs> and uh, it's just beyond me that this is growing like it is. And, and I'm, I'm grateful. Yes. Uh, I, I don't want to gush too much on this episode. And I feel <laughs> like I have already, but I'm just looking at all the thumbnails of the things that we've done so far, knowing that there's still more sitting in my editing queue that I have not gotten to yet. There, uh, there's only so many hours in the day to edit videos and there's more from Chicago. I haven't uploaded. There's more from us going to Texas Motor Speedway in April that I haven't gotten uploaded. There's more from us going to Barnwell that I haven't gotten uploaded. So again, when we say stay tuned and subscribe, we mean it. There's more coming and more on our schedules that we can't share with you just yet, but oh, we are so excited for when we do. The Subaru is much too stock. It is. <laughs> There's that meme you sent that's me the, that's... about imagine buying a vehicle and keeping it. I can't even say it. Yeah. I can't even say yeah. it. That's, yeah. Like, uh, like it's... poor Nelly Cruz has <sighs> basically remained stock, but of. All my new vehicles, she is the only one that has. But again, as I touched on in the review video, the plan was never to keep it for eight years. <laughs> and it has just turned into that. And Well, um, and, and the things that, my perspective, I would do to your car to mm -hmm. modify it would mm -hmm. be to lower it and put a bigger turbo on it. And neither of those things will help you with your driveway at all. No. No, no. Uh, it, she already scrapes going, coming and going. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that nice 15-degree incline kind of limits a lot of what I can do around here. I've, I've got to make good friends with my neighbor. He's got a much less steep driveway <laughs> and a uh, just a little bit of grass separating our two driveways. A little, a little grassy knoll yeah. between the... Oh, careful now. <laughs> careful now. So... Um, I believe that's where we will end this week's episode. If you enjoyed it and want to know more about what we are driving next, a little behind the scenes action can be had on Instagram at GT Garage Talk. That's where we post a little behind the scenes pictures of what we are driving. And for everything else, head on over to GTGarageTalk.com. Until next time, bye.